0: Hey, what's up? What's going on? Welcome to another edition of the podcast, Fitting to life, the podcast where we talk about life after having a life since in prison. I'm your host Tito. Let's jump into this today. I want to, I want to talk about like perceptions. I want to talk about branding. I want to talk about, you know, what you want people to see versus what they might actually see. Let's just jump into this. And this one is definitely going to be across, uh, in and out of my prison experience, but I, I think it's very relevant, right? um if if you haven't heard it you know definitely check out the uh everyone should go to prison uh podcast there's probably two or three of them um but the reason why I always say you know people could benefit from it and I'm not talking about going for a day I'm talking about going where you have to actually do the full assimilation into the process and the reason being is um, we so often say I don't care. I don't care what people think. I don't care what they think if I eat all this food or if I have this second or third glass of wine or blah 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 blah. We always say we don't care until someone else cares. Or it becomes uh on a radar that we're 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 trying to get through, right? And when I say a radar we're trying to get through, maybe that's a job you're trying to get, maybe it's an interaction with um someone who you're attracted to, whatever it may be, but then you start worrying about, oh my God, right? Perfect case in point. Um, Let's take, if you're on Instagram, Facebook, or whatever, if someone were to look through your feed, like whatever pops up on your feed, which is driven by an algorithm, which pulls down from what you like, Right, and when I say like, you know, what you double tap on or whatever, or the people you follow or whatever, it, it'll it'll load your feed up with that, your TikTok feed and all that. So, for example, uh, I'm a male, right? So, and I like females, so my feed might have a whole bunch of females on there, right? And depending on the things I like and the things I actually sit and watch, uh, it might be some scantily clad females or some other stuff, right? would I be comfortable with anybody just seeing that? Whether it be my wife, whether it be someone at work or whatever, you know, so we say we don't care until someone else, you know, gets to look behind the curtain, right? So in prison, right? This is this is on a a whole different level, because obviously, well, nowadays, people all they're all over social media because, you know, I, I was one of the first people caught with a cell phone in prison, but social media wasn't what it is now. And there weren't all the different outlets. It was pretty much MySpace and Facebook while I was in there. But anyway, um, my point is this. Uh, in prison, your social media feed is basically what you do, right? People see it because it's you know it's called the fishbowl like most yards prisons are set up on a 180 design 180 being a flat line being something you can see everything right that's for uh the guards protection but also so they can see everything that's going on and and if people are up to no good they can catch them right needless to say um for the inmates like whether you're in cell living, you really know what your cellie's doing, and if you don't, well, you probably shouldn't be in prison. Uh, and then they got dorm living, and dorm is where you're in there with, man, uh, I don't know how small. I I was in dorms with you know like 18 people, and there there are dorms and gyms that go even bigger than that. But regardless of the fact, um, <clears throat> you you see things right, and people can say and and tell people certain things but you're going to see it right you're going to see it so it's not like uh your social media feed out here where you can potentially just not open it don't let anyone see it right where in there you can say stuff and i'll give you a perfect case in point and and i've said this on other podcasts but uh i I worked out with these two white guys uh for a minute when i was on my little health trip in, in prison doing tons of burpees and other stuff right And they they had a pretty good program. They were working out every day. So every once in a while, i jump in with them just, you know, to get pushed a little bit harder because they did some some crazy stuff. Um, They were in a different car, which I was with the others. So Asians, Samoans, Pacific Islanders, all that kind of stuff, right? We were in a group. So technically you don't go and cross over into other groups others we had that benefit we could so i would go work out with them every once in a while not to mention we all played sports and stuff so it just kind of you know was okay but needless to say uh one of the guys in this group um darren uh he uh, recovering drug addict and everything and you know his whole thing was i'm trying to get healthy because i'm getting clean and all this stuff i was like good stuff man so i was really encouraged to work out with them because they were on you know a positive tip right needless to say i go up in the dorm one day um looking for somebody else and his bunk is over there in the corner and he's got the little curtain which basically means you got a string that you made out of a sheet with a towel to kind of give you a little bit of privacy in a very unprivate area. Needless to say, he's behind his old curtain and he pulls it back not knowing that I was standing right there. There he is with the freaking syringe in his arm, right? And I mean, the look on his face, uh it wasn't like he was scared that he got caught. It was that like... <laughs> humility like he it was a look of i let you down right and i will never like that that look is burnt into my face right and then i I walked off and later on he came down he's like hey man i wanted to apologize i was like you don't have to apologize to me for anything you didn't hurt me you're you're hurting yourself uh but i'm not gonna work out with you guys anymore like because like to me you're you're it's kind of like exercising all the time but eating nothing but donuts the rest of the time right it's like what's the point you know and don't get me wrong i kind of do that now but needless to say perceptions and everything right from people that might not go up to his dorm people that might not do anything they see him and it's no big deal right they're looking at him like hey you're doing good you're you're, you're talking the talk and it looks like you're walking the walk because you can exercise most people that are strung out on dope they ain't gonna be doing burpees and everything right here on the outside we do the same thing but man damned if everyone doesn't have cameras and they're trolling your social media to see what you post and see what you like and everything else so people are so much in your business but at what point can we still say I just don't care you know so yeah I liked you know the girl's picture that was in a bikini because I thought she looked good and yeah, am I being chauvinistic or whatever? You know, maybe, but maybe not, because she's the one that posted picture. Like, at what point do you not care, and then at what point does it become a, a, a an issue? For example, I have this podcast. I, I definitely speak my mind. I'm also an executive in a nonprofit, so um, don't get me wrong. There's been plenty of times where I go, "Damn, you know, if people start listening to this, is it gonna is there gonna be blowback for work?" And I would hope not because it's separate. But at the same time, um, I don't speak about anything work-related on here, really. I speak about professional development and other things. But at the same time, it, it, it talks about who I am. And nowadays, in these days and times, what is everyone getting judged on? They're getting judged on like what they believe in. And here's the crazy thing. You're always going to have people that believe in the opposite, right? Let's just take our elections recently, and I'm not even going to talk about either side. Let's just look at the math. For the most part, you know, when it comes to, uh, we'll talk presidential elections, right? Uh, When it comes to what the country feels is best for the country, it isn't like in some countries where it's like a landslide, like everyone leads one way or the other, right? It is basically split down the middle. So when when you take that, when you take those two points of view, right? And then boil it down to you. Odds are that half of the people won't like who you are or what you believe in or what you represent, right? So, how can we be okay with that but also not have it held against us, right? So so these are some crazy things cuz like in prison, right? If you say something, um as far as like, you know, this is what I'm going to do and this is who I am and this is what I'm about, you could get caught up in that lie if it's a lie right and get dealt with getting dealt with means anything from getting you know dp put on some kind of disciplinary thing made to look stupid and you just got to do it versus like getting slapped or punked on the yard and you got to accept it otherwise something way worse is going to happen or something way worse happens everything from getting beat up to stabbed to killed Right, so there's a there's a lot of lot of play in in like how fake you can be in prison and don't get me wrong, are there like fake people in prison that don't get beat up myself? Sure, and usually it's like older people or whatever people that everyone just kind of writes off as nobody cares because they never cross the line far enough to to warrant risking your own you know, Going to the hole, losing all your stuff, whatever, right? Or getting a write up. On the flip side, depending on the level of prison you're in, like some prisons, they don't care. You do anything, you even look funny, that people are, are ready to beat you up or stab you or whatever. So anyway, get back to the quote unquote real world, right? We 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 need to be mindful of who we are and what we are. And, and I'm going to bring up um, Mark Twain Awards, right? Uh, anyone who listens to me at all knows i'm a big dave Chappelle fan uh john stewart is awesome too and they're they're buddy buddy but john stewart recently got the the mark twain award and dave Chappelle, you know did did a little little bit on there and i mean it almost brings you to tears because he's talking about how good of a friend john stewart is to him and and you know about their friendship and when it started and how long it's been going on and everything but you could tell that these two men have been very true and real to one another, right? And they really have each other's backs. And <clears throat> and that's through thick and thin, right? Uh, good and bad times. And I think that's where we've kind of lost focus, at least some of us, myself included. Uh, because we look towards things like social media. We look towards things like, will my job Accept or not accept this. Will my significant other accept or not accept this? Will you know uh, whatever the, the the school teacher at, at my kid's school accept me or or like me and all? When at the end of the day, um, I'm not saying surround yourself with yes men and women and all that. Hell no, that that to me is the worst thing. But you also want to. To understand that wherever you are in your journey right and i'm gonna say that because i'm hoping that your circles change as time goes on and not in a good or bad way it's um, my friends that were my friends before i went to prison hell no the majority of them could not stay in my circle i still have some love and some respect for them right for real i do but the reality is is those were the individuals that kept me in the other circles, which is, to me, the circles of experience, right? They got me into prison. They, they, they got me in a position where uh, I could be so stupid to be playing around and drinking with guns and I'd shoot my best friend. So I don't want to be around those people anymore. And ironically, those people, which were all into all kinds of nefarious stuff, like now all my best friends are ex-convicts. Who were technically a lot worse than them, but they've changed their lives. And so to me, those people help keep me on the trajectory that I need to be to continue to improve internally and externally. But at the same time, the more uh, I struggle with do I talk about my past? Do I talk about the stupid things I've done? Do I talk about the stupid things I might still do? Right. And when I say stupid things now, they're, they're nothing in comparison to what I did before, and I'm not doing anything illegal or anything. It's just, you know, uh, I like to go online and play video games and, and, and talk mess with my friends and stuff. But if someone heard us without knowing any context, they might think something weird about us, and it's nothing weird, right? Needless to say, getting back to this, I'm, I'm jumping all off subject. So how do you, do you balance that, right, to where you say, like, who, who could be in my circle of friends right now because of where I'm at in my life and then looking and really saying, who do I need in my circle of friends later? And I'm bringing up these circles, which I've also done podcasts on, but I'm talking about this in respect to when we say what is okay and what isn't okay. It depends where you're at in your journey, right? Because in your journey, um, if you're trying to redevelop yourself, you probably want to start cutting off some old stuff the bad thing, the good and bad thing nowadays, right, is that everything's saved and recorded, right? Like, you can cancel your Facebook page, and I I got my original one from when I got out of prison. I still get freaking emails, and they're like, hey, you want to log back in? You know, I'm like, I deleted it. It's not deleted if you guys keep asking me if I want to start it back up, right? So, we got to be very mindful of, like, nothing goes away anymore, and and society is so fragile right now when it comes to anything you said or did or took a picture of or whatever, you know, and I think it's all BS. It's all BS. Because if all of us got put to judgment where every last bit of anything we ever did or said got brought up, we'd all be shit out of luck. Right? I don't know anyone who has the perfect, pristine, you know, life. No. And I got some friends that I call, I jokingly call them super Christians. I call them that because in, in my eyes, I've never seen them do wrong. Like, they're always, like, they don't curse. They don't do any of that. Like, they're, they're super straight and narrow. Regardless what, what I believe or what you believe in religion, like, I appreciate that. Like, to me, they're really, really good people, right? But I'm sure if I could rewind every part of their life, I'd find some good stuff on them, right? My point is this. Do you take yourself... And do you take the people that you interact with, whether it's one-on-one or whether it's virtually or whether it's just what you see or hear about an actor or a movie star or whatever the hell, right? Do you take things in context and in where they're at in their journey? If you looked at the footage of me right before prison, you'd probably be like, this dude is all over the place and he's, he's a train wreck waiting to happen. And if that's all you looked at and then looked at me right now, you probably still think of me as that train wreck of a person. I, I I tell my parents to this day, when I talk to them about ideas, they're like, oh, yeah. And I'm like, you're thinking about the kid that went to prison. Like, I still don't get credit for the, you know, going on 14 years that I've been out and all the good things that I've been able to accomplish since I've been out. <clears throat> so, I mean, we we have to be able to start saying that your past is your past. And I know some people will argue that certain things you can't, you know, you can't change. Somebody used the N-word. Oh, my God. Hey, y'all. I used to use it all the time. Not in a derogatory sense. It was just the groups that I hung around. Everyone said it. And we were every race under the sun. Mostly black. Um, On the flip side, uh, uh, I shot and killed someone. So by that context... No one should ever do anything with me, right? Uh, like, you you can't change the past. And most people who have had favorable lives with, you know, maybe they've gone through some struggle but not uh, by any means of their own, will tell you if it wasn't for those struggles, if it wasn't for that thing, they wouldn't be the people that they are now. So they would tell you, regardless if that makes them look good or bad, don't take it away. I'll tell you right now. Um, aside from if I could bring my my, my buddy back, I wouldn't change anything else. I would bring him back and still go through that whole process because I wouldn't be who I am right now, uh, without that. So needless to say, I want you guys to think about one, how you view and treat others based on what you see here and everything else. Right. And then really look at yourself and say, what am I doing? And then also ask yourself of what you're doing is some of it. You, you know you shouldn't be doing and maybe you should stop because you're trying to bridge into that next circle or that, that next uh, realm of experiences, right? And I know I've been kind of rambling on all over the place, but the reality is this, man. If, if we had that 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 prison sense that any lies or, or falsehoods or, or, or fake in the front could come up and bite us in the butt in a very physical way, we probably would stop. We would stop trying to only post good crap on social media. I'm not saying go post all your negative stuff, but at the same time, life is life, and I miss the days where we would take pictures of everything, and we would be so happy that we had this Polaroid picture or this picture that we had developed out at Walgreens or whatever, you know, because we captured a moment, and it was. It's almost impossible to do that because how can you get the camera ready and everything right? Now we got phones and junk and. I got a zillion pictures of my daughter, and I'd love that I have that. I'd love that she'll have that later to see, like, literally her whole damn life. But I almost think it's going to be like, yeah, it's no big deal because there's so much of it. So take everything with a grain of salt. Know that you're not going to please everyone. This country, and I'm only going to talk about the country, not the world, is split down the middle when it comes to so many things. So that means you're going to offend, piss off, or not bridge the gap with half the people learn to be okay with it. Learn to be okay with yourself. And if you don't like what you're putting out, who you are, change it. You can change it. You might have to cut some people off or move into some different circles, but you can do it. I love you. I believe in you. I know we got this together. I need to work on me. Let's work on each other. Hashtag be the change. Love y'all.